the blank pages of my diary that I haven't touched since you left me. The clothes blinds in my home seen a lot of Cause I can't bear to hear the radio The piano sits in a shaded space With a picture of your face That was I'm Scared by Duffy, which happens to be a cover Britney Spears used for the circus tour, which just so happened to be a tour that our guest today, Simon Ellis, worked on as the music director. Hi, my name is James Rodriguez Horton. This is The Original Doll, where I unpackage music with the people who created it. And at the same time, we are giving back to charity. So for every question a guest answers, we get items donated to charity. And if you listen within the first 24 hours on Apple Podcast, which I hope you are, we also get items donated for each listen we get. We are presently working with OAOG, Our Art of Giving, to help out those in need with items of comfort. And we've helped out homeless LGBT plus teens and more. A big shout out to my Patreon patrons. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. If you want to join, go to www.theoriginaldoll.com. Now, I want to just jump right into my exclusive interview where we talk about the set list, studio versions, and more with Simon Ellis. We're going to have different episodes with him over the next few weeks. Big shout out to all my Patreon patrons. You can find more www.theoriginaldoll.com. And as with every episode of The Original Doll, any audio ripping, reproduction, or anything is strictly prohibited in every country in the world. But now we're going to go ahead and get started with my chat, learning how Simon Ellis became a part of the circus tour. My name is James Rodriguez Horton, and this is The Original Doll. The Original Doll. All right, Simon, now we're going to hop into Britney Spears. We're going to talk about the uh, tour from 2009, the circus tour starring Britney Spears. Okay, so uh, we have a ton of things. We had uh, Tony said, this was one of the best concerts I've ever seen. The music was so different. I anticipated so much. Was there ever concern about how much time you had leading up to that? I know this ultimately was a blackout and a circus tour more than just a circus tour, but can you please talk about how I got involved? Because legitimately, this was my favorite concert I'd seen, and I've been to many. So can you please tell Mr. Simon Ellis, thank you so much for what he did on this. It was fun. I love music. Okay, so how how, um, how did I get involved with the circus? Tour? Yep. Uh, okay, um, I um, that was a phone call I got from J.B. King. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Jamie King, as you know, we've spoken about him. He did the Return of the Spice Girls tour. And um, I got a call from his assistant. So she called me and said, um, Simon, um, we're do- me and Jamie are doing this tour with a major international American artist. Would you be interested in doing it? And I said, can you tell me who it is? And she said, no. And I said, it's Britney, isn't it? <laughs> and she went, bastard. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> would, would you be interested in doing it? I was like, oh, well, of course I would. Are you kidding me? That's the dream call. Um, any musical director on the planet will tell you for a pop concert, you've got three calls, Michael Jackson, Madonna and Britney Spears. They're the three. Um, and uh, so it was a dream call to get. Um, and I said, yes, I'd love to do it. How long lead time did you get leading to that? Oh, ages. Um, I had a long time putting the, like, again, doing the programming. Circuit, circuit, the circus tour, we had a live band as well. Um, so I knew that I had um, the availability of, of some very, very good musicians that I could use. Um, and um, but I still had a long time to put the programming and put the show together. Now, the problem was, was that I was in the UK when I started it and JB and his assistants were all in LA. So the first two or three weeks, I would say, maybe a little bit longer, um, I was doing the programming in my studio in, in England. And then sending him, sending them the, the versions or the the versions of the songs that I programmed, my ideas and my my arrangements, and um, and then getting a yes, can you tweak this, getting it back over email, and it kind of like it was working up to a point, um, um, but then Jamie said, look, you know, we really think you should come out to LA to to carry on this um, and do it over and do it over here. So I jumped on a plane and um, and then spent a, another, I would say, two or three weeks. No, 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 no. It was about another two weeks by myself in a room in Centre Staging. Um, there's a place called Centre Staging in, Bur- in Burbank, rehearsal complex, where I um, spent a couple of weeks doing some more arrangements um, with Jamie in the next room. Um, and so we could bounce ideas off each other and, um, and, it, and it worked so much better. Um, and then all the, chore- all, all the choreographers came in, all the dancers came in. Um, and don't forget, there was also all the circus performers as well. There was a bunch, a whole bunch of circus performers. Um, so they were all reliant on my, on my arrangements. So they had to wait for my arrangements. So that got a little bit, um, that got a little bit um, tense in times of, in terms of me having to do an arrangement, and then I no more than two or three hours to do certain songs because people were waiting, and we were in the next room. I was in the next room with a with a giant PA all by myself, making all kinds of noise. It was great fun, um, and uh, and then all the dancers were in the uh, were in a studio next door to me. And then down the hallway, all the circus performers were were in another room and I was feeding them arrangements all the time and getting feedback back from, from Jamie. Can you change this? Can you change that? Can you add a bang, bang, bang here? Can you add a 
ooh, ooh, you know, a noise here because Britney is going to be raising her elbow on the fourth bar beat of the seventh bar in, in Slave for You, Sleep for You. She wants to go like this twice with her elbow. You need to put two bangs in there. So I'm so all that kind of thing goes on. And, and again, it was, um, you know, like I say with Jamie, every, every single second is choreographed. So um, there was a lot of that kind of thing going on. So um, I, I had a, at least two months by myself um, and Jamie um, where I did all the arrangements and all the programming or most of it. And then, then the live band came in. And then I had kind of had to start again. I actually had to learn to play the songs because all I'd done was was press buttons and press drum track, drum pads and things like that. I had to actually learn to play the songs myself. Um, so um, we then had about a, a month rehearsals with the band. And then we, after that, then we went to production rehearsal. Um, which means the production rehearsals are when you've actually, there's actually the whole stage, the whole lighting system, everything is, is in one huge arena. Um, and then you do production rehearsals where the lights can rehearse, um, the pyrotechnics can rehearse. We do full run-throughs of shows um, or, or sections. We do a run-through of section A of the show run through of section B. So everybody gets to, to learn their, you know, their, their side of, and that was about another two weeks of production rehearsals. So all in all, I had, I, I would say I had about three months to put that show together, which is a lot uh, longer than normal. Well, and that was one of those things. This opened in March. Her album had just come out just, you know, end of November, December. So you were working on songs that the public hadn't even heard yet because right. her full album was just that the singles were out at that point with, you right. know, womanizer and things so let me ask you this when you're going through this now and this is something that's that's different than a lot of other tours uh like uh bernice mentioned is this was ultimately a tour to celebrate two albums because right. she didn't tour for blackout so how did you or how often would you listen to the original songs like how how do you change in your mind what something should sound like from the album to this, do you know what I mean? Like, especially if um, well-known songs versus not well-known songs. Sure. Um, well, I mean, a part of my, a part of me being a musical director is I, I if I can, I will always up, update and change the arrangement if I can. I'll, all, I'll always do something different. That's, that's kind of, part of my sound, if you like, as a, as a musical director. I've always done it from, from when I started. I've always taken something, taken a, taken a song and go, right, how can we make this completely messed up for life? How can we, you know, how can we totally change this? Um, now, with, when I started working with Britney, um, without getting into the personal side of things, I'd never met Britney before. And I'd never met her management before. And um, so her manager, Larry Rudolph, came to me, right, and Jamie came to me right at the very, very beginning and said, look, Brittany doesn't want to sing. She doesn't want to perform her, her hit singles unless they're changed. For whatever reasons, I didn't know. But she just wants everything to be fresh. Can you know? Um, can you do it? So I said, yes, of course. I, I'd love to do that. 
anyway. So I was kind of in my element there. Um, now, when uh, when I when I do, I I never listen to the original. Mm. I, I I never listen to it. I I, I will. Because that is just going to make me think, right, okay, how can I change it a bit? Rather than going, I don't know what the original sounds like, so whatever I'm going to do, you can guarantee it's going to sound nothing like it. Um, so that's, that's the way I tend to work. I will have Britney's vocals, um, her, her a cappella vocals from, from the album, and that will all I will listen to, apart from... I will listen to other stems, drum stems and, and uh, little noises and things like that that I know that I need to keep. But I, I, I won't necessarily listen to the, 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 the album version of the song too much, if, I, if at all, and go, right, how can I change this? I will just take her vocal and then sculpt, sculpture something around, around that vocal whilst keeping the elements of... of you know, the original songs in there that, that need to be in there because there's a lot of sound effects and a lot of drum sounds, for example, and synth noises and things that are relevant for that. So, you know, that are, are, that are just special for that song. Um, so obviously I would want to keep them in it. Um, but then the arrangement side, I don't listen to too much. I, I will just do my own arrangement. And I had to do, I had to do, I had to rearrange everything. For Circus and for Femme Fatale, I had to rearrange every song. That's amazing. Now, let me ask you this, because what we're going to do is we're going to go through uh, the songs in the set list, because there are compliments mm-hmm. on every aspect. And I think what's cool is that a lot of people are like, what sort of instrumentation is used in this song? Or, you know what I mean? Like, what was that, that, what was the inspiration for this sound here, which is fun, because what's been great is on the set list of, you know, it's, let's under 20 songs, so many people have different favorites. Yeah, yeah, which sure. Is, which is great because if everyone is like, we like that one song, you're like, yeah. oh, what about the other 18? Yeah, exactly. That would be the first <laughs> question I would ask you. Oh my goodness. All right. So what I want to do is before we jump into the to this the the official set list set list, I want to talk about um she had covered Duffy's I'm Scared, which I love Duffy. Mm. When an artist decides to add something in that's not a permanent fixture, mm. how long, like how long did you have? to figure out I'm scared and then when it's done. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes she pops up with something and um, then she doesn't do it again. Uh, we had an afternoon and we had a sound check to do it. We, uh, we rehearsed it in the sound check before the show. I, on, on my life, that's the first time I got, I got a call saying, um, Brittany wants to do this song. And it was about four o'clock in the afternoon and we were about to go on stage to do so. Uh, we were about to go on, on stage to do sound check. We, we had, we literally had we played it twice in soundcheck before we before we played it live. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like I'm sweating now just thinking about that. Like you're sweating. You sweat. Obviously, <laughs> it was like I mean, I I didn't even know the song really. I was like, what what even is this song? So so we listened to it. We got the CD of it backstage in the dressing room. We got the step. We got the CD of it. Listened to it and was like, right, everybody know what they're doing. Yeah, let's go and do it, and we, and, we, and we just did it in soundcheck twice, and then we played it that night. I can't really, I can't, I can't really remember if we did it after that, but again after that night, did we? That's what I was going to say. It was just like the opening night. But what I think is interesting is over the years, you know, in, in talking with different producers that have worked with her from like the first album through the most recent, is they all talk about how she's a lover of music, mm-hmm. so. 
when she's like, I like that song. Like yeah. uh, there's, there was a uh, Joshua Schwartz who worked on the Britney album, like the Slave for You album. He's yeah. like, Britney, Britney said, I want a Craig David sounding song. So can you please, you know, create a Craig David sounding song yeah. for me? And he's like, let's, let's get the CD. What does Craig David sound like sort of thing? Wow. Hopping out to talk about I'm Scared. Now, this is from Welsh singer Duffy's album, Rock Fairy, which was released in 2008. And some kind of fun facts about that is that that album would become the best-selling album in the UK that year. And it had Mercy, which many of us know. It was even utilized in the TV series Glee. And she also won a Grammy Award for Best Pop Vocal Album for that. And she won three Brit Awards. But the song itself has an interesting... um, storyline if you will so what i'm going to do is i'm going to play a little part of the second verse and the chorus to kind of listen because as we know listeners of the original doll and fans of britney is there are songs that really you know influence britney spears that she has sang before there's recordings of her singing you know whether it's just getting ready in the dressing room um or you know dancing on instagram and things like that but i thought that the context the story of this song is actually important and i want you all to hear this and listen to the lyrics because as britney spears has mentioned before that you know lyrics she loved writing and in a couple of interviews she did say uh back in 2008 i think it was an okay interview where she said that you know she they were asking her who she listens to right now and she actually said duffy and she also talked about that she was writing a lot of songs and that she was going to be writing more songs on this album uh than previous albums and things like that there are different articles that you can find online with that but I want to play, like I said, the second verse in the chorus, and then I'll get back to this, because I think that if you're a fan of Britney Spears and, and know everything that was going on during that time, and if you're just a fan of her as an artist, take a listen in and listen to those lyrics to see what you think the connection was between Britney Spears and this song. Here we go. Coffee stains on your favorite book. Remind me of you so I listening to the song what do you think the connection is let me know 
And we will have more with Simon Ellis over the next couple of weeks, where we're going to have my exclusive interview with him, where we talk about studio versions and more. So make sure you follow me at the.original.doll on Instagram. I'll see you all on the flip side.